Thomas Hutton Rawlinson's early death adds a certain poignancy to the portrait, which surely took pride of place in John Rawlinson's fine house up on High Street. Join us for another episode of 100 Years, 100 Objects, Stories from Lancaster City Museums. I'm Rachel Roberts and I'm the Collections Registrar for Lancaster City Museums. In this series, we're looking at 100 objects from Lancaster, Morecambe and the surrounding area to celebrate a century of our museums and to find out more about the past and how we relate to it now. In today's episode, we're looking at a portrait of a Georgian merchant that gives us a window into one moment in a brief life. Today's object is the portrait of Thomas Hutton Rawlinson. The portrait is 75 centimetres high and 62 centimetres wide. It shows a young man in fashionable Georgian dress with black coat, white shirt and hair curled around the ears and tied back with a black ribbon. The sitter looks straight at the viewer and has bluey green eyes. This is Thomas Hutton Rawlinson, a Lancaster merchant who died young, living between 1767 and 1787. The Rawlinson family originated in Furness and had made money in the iron industry there, but by the time of Thomas the family had been merchants based in Lancaster for four generations. His great-grandfather, who had first set up as a merchant in the town, was Abraham Rawlinson. The family owned a sugar plantation in Granada and partook in colonial trade. Thomas would have been raised in luxury and amongst the leading lights of Lancaster society at the time, before entering into business with his father and other family members around the age of 15. We spoke to Melinda Elder, a local historian who has researched the Rawlinson family and is currently involved with the Lancaster Priory and Slavery Project, to find out more. The sitter is Thomas Hutton Rawlinson, a member of Lancaster's well-known and prosperous merchant family, although it's important to note that several members of the family went by this name during the 18th century. I believe this portrait depicts Thomas Hutton Rawlinson, who was born in 1767, the only surviving son, and indeed the only child, of John Rawlinson of High Street Lancaster, which is up near the entrance to the Lancaster Girls Grammar School. The artist is almost certainly James Crank the Younger, a popular portrait artist at the time when I think the portrait was created. The Younger is to distinguish him from his father, who was also James Crank the Elder, who had been a successful portrait artist before him, and the family came from Furness near Alverston. Well, I think it's trying to convey a wealthy and fashionable young man who was probably in his late teens, who had been born into a very successful merchant family and who was ready to take his place in the family business centred on the prosperous transatlantic trade with Britain's slave plantation colonies and particularly with the Caribbean. And the trade at the time was always known as the West India trade. The painting also shows that Thomas Hutton was dressed in dark possibly velvet but certainly fine cloth coat with large buttons which is worn over a white or cream waistcoat and a shirt complete with a lace frill or stock. His hair or wig is powdered and I'm not sure whether it is a hair or a wig, it's not entirely clear. 
and it is brushed back from the forehead and tied behind the nape of the neck with a black ribbon. He holds a hat and what appears to be a riding crop in his left hand. His father is known to have bought him a grey mare and paid his subscription to the hunt, so this would be quite fitting. Despite his youthful looks, the sitter, I think, engages confidently with the viewer. But there is a bit of mystery about this portrait and who the sitter was. For a long time, while the portrait was in the museum's possession, it was labelled as a portrait of T. H. Rawlinson, but that doesn't mean the identification of the sitter was correct. Not only that, but if you'd come into the museum stores and sought out this painting in the 1940s or 50s, the label would have featured the name of a different artist from the one on there today, as it was originally attributed to George Romney. We asked Melinda to explain some of this mystery. She started with telling us if we had always known that this was an image of Thomas Hutton Rawlinson. Yes, but not this Thomas Hutton Rawlinson, so it's definitely a case of mistaken identity. The portrait was presented to the museum in 1932, which is just nine years after it opened, and understandably, perhaps, it was assumed to be a portrait of the young man's illustrious grandfather, also Thomas Hutton Rawlinson, who had been one of Lancaster's most prominent Quaker merchants in the West India trade until his death in 1769, two years after the younger Thomas Hutton Rawlinson's birth. There is a mismatch between the age of the alleged sitter, the grandfather, and the supposed date of the portrait, 1750. Moreover, the style of the subject's clothing and wig or powdered hair appear to be from a later period. In 1750, the alleged date of the painting, Thomas Hutton Rawlinson, the grandfather, would have been about 37 or 38 years old, which is clearly a good deal older than the subject portrayed. And for the grandfather to have been the same age as the sitter, the portrait would need to have been painted around 1730, when the fashions would have been even more different from those depicted in the painting. And there is one further anomaly, I think. The elder Thomas Hutton Rawlinson remained a committed Quaker all his life, and the sitter in this portrait is hardly depicted in sober Quaker dress. The attributed artist was George Romney, and he wouldn't even been born when Thomas Hutton Rawlinson, the grandfather, was the sitter's age. And even if the painting had been executed in 1750, as suggested, Romney would barely have reached his 16th birthday. I think the mistaken attribution perhaps came about because there was a later portrait of the elder Thomas Hutton Rawlinson, painted by Romney in about 1760, which is part of the Langster Museum collection. The portrait came into the collection over 90 years ago. When an object comes into a museum collection, the museum will usually try to collect as much information about it as they can. This could include documents, labels and other written information, but also word of mouth and stories about the object, which all form part of its story. As time goes on, sometimes these pieces of information might be proved correct or incorrect as researchers work more closely with them and the stories which surround them. When a portrait comes from an age before photography, it can often be difficult to positively identify a sitter if the portrait was not labelled when it was made. So we wanted to know what makes Melinda so sure that the young man in our portrait is Thomas Hutton Rawlinson the Younger, 
And what about the real artist? How did she identify him? It was actually finding an entry in John Rawlinson's 18th century day book, that's a daily book of accounts, which made me fairly certain. In 1788, John Rawlinson, merchant of High Street, and the younger Thomas Hutton Rawlinson's father, recorded paying eight guineas to Mr Crank for his late dear son's picture. The young Thomas Hutton Rawlinson had recently died from an unspecified illness, despite the administration of several doctors, aged just 20. No wonder he wasn't a well-known figure to his descendants. Now, the timing of this entry in the accounts does fit with what we see in the portrait. Its execution around this date would fit perfectly, not only with his son's age, but also with the style of the sitter's clothes and the powdered wig or hair. The artist, being James Crank the Younger, fits equally well. Crank would have been about 40 years old when he painted this portrait, and his father, the elder James Crank, incidentally, had already died, so it can't be his work. Moreover, the Cranks and the Rawlinsons would have been well acquainted. Both families originated in Furness, and both would have known the artist George Romney, also from Furness. Romney had received help with his colouring from James Crank's father, and had later been commissioned to paint the portrait of the older Thomas Hutton Rawlinson, the grandfather, in 1760. James Crank the Younger himself became a frequent exhibitor at the Royal Academy and spent time in Warrington in the 70s and 80s, where he undertook a variety of commissions, including portraits of the principal families in the neighbourhood. It was presumably during this period that he painted the young Thomas Hutton Rawlinson. His portraits are often attributed to Gainsborough, Romney or Reynolds, and even if they lack their masterly touch, are still considered to have great merit. So with all that Melinda has discovered about the portrait, what is the significance of this work? Perhaps most importantly, it gives us a relatively rare opportunity to view a known prosperous merchant's son on the cusp of his mercantile career. And this was in the 1780s when Lancaster's trade was flourishing. In fact, we know by this time that the young Thomas Hutton was already exporting commodities on his own account to the Caribbean islands, whose prosperity relied on enslaved plantation labour, including mahogany furniture, candles and hams, in return for coffee and money in the forms of bills of exchange. I think also, looking closely at Thomas Hutton's fashionable attire, we can see that the family had probably relinquished any strict adherence to traditional Quaker dress, as practised by the young man's grandfather. This may also reflect the fact that his father, John Rawlinson, had been disowned by the Quakers in 1778 for allowing his ships to take enemy prize money. Even so, father and son would still be buried with the elder Thomas Hutton Rawlinson in the grounds of the Friends Meeting House in Lancaster. The portrait also forms a direct link with what is probably Lancaster's finest surviving Georgian merchant residence, namely 2-6 High Street. This was not only the home of young Thomas Hutton and his parents, but also the business premises of his father and uncle Abraham Rawlinson, who was MP for Lancaster at the time the portrait was painted. Finally, I think Thomas Hutton Rawlinson's early death adds a certain poignancy to the portrait which surely took pride of place in John Rawlinson's fine house up on High Street. There is still one final mystery about this portrait, which may never be solved. 
the question as to whether it was painted before or after Thomas Hutton Rawlinson died. Before she went, we asked Melinda her opinion. We don't know, because he paid for it after he died. And I have thought, well, maybe it was like a memorial to him. But I also think it could equally be to set him up in business, because I think they often did have portraits up to sort of say, here I am. And that look in the portrait perhaps suggests that. In the painting, it's got a sort of like a sunset. I wonder whether that's to represent death or whether it's to represent a long career, you know, with with optimism in that distance. I just don't know. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of 100 Years, 100 Objects. Please do seek out some of our other episodes where we talk about everything from Morecambe Sands to lead seals. <laughs>